Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Ask me! Rock and roll. It's Eliza and the Sloth coming at you. Another episode of Ask Eliza Anything with Eliza and her three-toed? You have five toes. Five-toed sloth. Like, oh, don't shame her. By your own admittance, you are a slow-moving creature. Yeah. I've never seen you run. Uh, Yeah, no. I mean, I'll run. if I'm crossing the street, I'll, like, do a half... Half hurry. You just move your arms really Where I'm fast. Just like, ah, I'm trying to go. I'm sorry. I don't want to bother the cars. So you just say, I'm sorry. That's your way of showing speed. But I like go, I go, you know, the yeah. like half trot across the street. Hey, society, da- thanks you. The dad trot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Hustle. Hustle. And let's hustle through some questions. You guys have been submitting faithfully for almost a year now. That's how long we've been doing this, right? Over a year. Over a year. <laughs> All of your queries, questions, quandaries, quantitative problems, and we've been answering them, and we love it. A lot of these are anonymous because you guys are embarrassed about offending your roommates or whatever, uh, but we got you covered. I would ask anonymously if I was going to ask a question. Not me. I'd be like, I have an assistant who uh, spends most of her days in my house and loves Taco Bell, (laughs) but we'll call her Emily Iggins. (laughs) And what would the question be? What do you need help with? How do I get her to eat something green? You didn't help when you choked on that carrot. I choked on a carrot so hard the other day. Okay, let's get it cracking. Why do I always say let's get it cracking? <laughs> I don't know, favorite. but it's a theme now, so keep keep it going. It's the crack hour. Crack hour. Coming to you live from Poland. Anonymous question. I missed out on a trip to Thailand with three of my friends this month because of my career. It's not that my job is very demanding. It's just bad circumstances caused me to miss out. Now I'm very motivated to go somewhere out of the USA. Downside is it's going to have to be alone. My buddies don't have the money to make another trip with me. Any recommendations for a lone traveler? Also, I'm a weird combo of introverted adrenaline junkie. Hard to explain. Thanks, Eliza. Oof, that is a recipe for dying alone on a mountain climb. That's Tell a reci- people where you are. That's a recipe for dying alone in a ravine. And Text like, people. What was it called? 700 feet deep? 127 hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mixed that with the shark movie. 47 uh, feet down. Drop a pin. Let your mother know where you are. I think if you are activity prone, you could do... Look, I've traveled a lot alone. It is totally fine. I can't tell if you're a boy or a girl. It feels like you're a girl. Um, but I don't know. You, if you're an adrenaline junkie, there are trips that are, you know, they go skydiving, they go hiking, they go 
in South Africa, they go kalufing. You can, I would think about the things that you like to do and realize plenty of people, it's a real sign of security if you go alone. Nobody's going to make fun of you. Nobody cares. Everyone there is with someone. No one's going to pay attention to you. Europe is great for backpacking. Um, because they've got a great, it's one thing that Hitler did that was okay. He set up a great <laughs> railway system. My dad said that to me once and I never forgot it. Uh, they've got trains so you can get around very easily, um, and roam the streets. It's relatively safe, uh, as long as you're not Jewish. Uh, there's a lot of anti-Semitism happening now. Um, Asian countries are really, Thailand's really great. You may as well go to Thailand alone. They've got a lot of fun things to do. It's almost okay to go anywhere alone, really. It really depends on what you like to do. Wander around, eat. If about New Zealand. I, all oh. I ever hear about is bungee jumps and weird boat rides. Go look at the Hobbit houses. Go you in that circle you could, door. You know what you could do? Uh, if someone I know who was talking, I did this, a Viking river cruise. And they go through like the rivers of Europe and like canals of Europe. There's other places. And she was like, it's all old people. So it's not like rowdy. And old people want to talk to young people. I'm sure they'll be a lot kinder to you than a bunch of asshole like 35-year-olds. And it's a small cruise, so you kind of get to know people. And couples love to befriend a person who's by themselves. Mm -hmm. Put yourself in a situation where you're going to meet other people. You could do a singles cruise, you know. Uh, Go somewhere religious or spiritual where it doesn't matter if you're around other people. But I think I need to know more about what you like to do. Because, like, when I was in Ireland, I was there for a full day by myself. I found a cab driver. I gave him, like, 50 bucks. He drove me around all day and gave me, like, a quick tour of Dublin and I saw everything. And it didn't matter that I was alone. Sounds you, awesome. You also, Yeah, you also might meet people while you're out there. I've definitely, just because of the nature of what I do, like linked up with other girls and just like hung out in a city for a day. So you're not so lonely. The world's actually a very small place. And there's always someone to meet. Or you can be alone. It's okay. Fine. You're fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with traveling alone. Very related That cab question. driver lied to me a lot. Apparently that's like an Irish pastime. He's like, oh, I was just joking. Just joking around with you. And it was all just There's lies. no buffalo in Ireland. I was like, I didn't, I didn't think there were. <laughs> was he telling you wrong landmarks? Like, it's been there for 500 years. We just, went to, just like, kidding, it's a, Walmart. a prime minister, like someone important, like, not the president of Ireland, some dude. And he was like, oh, these fellas have got buffalo. And I was like, that's not a buffalo. He's like, get out and go take a look. And I get over. I'm like, that's a cow. He's like, well, they were buffalo before. And I was like, okay, we wasted time. Okay, I have a very related question that I think is a slightly different Angle, old underscore Taylor, what is your opinion on solo travel? I'm a 25-year-old woman who has traveled a lot in groups and with other people, and I'm definitely okay with doing things alone, but for some reason I'm scared I'll feel awkward going on trips to resorts or cruises or just going to another city for a weekend by myself. I'm single. Most of my friends either don't have the time or the funds to travel with me. Also, I love No. Also, I love nightlife and going out dancing. I would love to do that on vacations and such, but it seems like it would be strange doing that alone. Thoughts. So this is more of like a confidence. Okay. I don't think it's strange. I do think it's a little unsafe. Yeah. When you get into the nighttime and you're in another country and there's alcohol, there's drinks, there's foreign men. I mean, not that like American men are like rape-free all the time. I'm just saying... As a woman, unfortunately, you do have to think about these things and not putting yourself in a bad situation just because you meet a guy, like, who fucking knows this is not Eat, Pray, Love. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's anything wrong. Just have your eyes open. Have a drink. Drink in your hotel lobby. I've done that. Like, that way you can just stumble back upstairs. Um, Or get your fuck on. But drop a pin. Let us know where you are. Make sure you have some Facebook friends in common. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I say go for it. I think it's a super cool, confident thing to do. I think it's a great way to rely on yourself. Bring a book. Bring your phone. Pretend to read it. Don't. Whatever. But 
I think it's really underrated traveling alone. That way you can, I get to see so much stuff when I'm alone. I go to so many museums way more than I would if I were with my husband because then I'm like, let's just drink and be together and go shopping. And it's, you know, it's garbage time. Uh, when I was on tour in Europe, I went to a museum every day. So give yourself the chance to rely on yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick a couple, not a couple's cruise, pick, do the Viking River Cruise. They're not a sponsor, but they should be. You decide. One of the best things about being single is like you decide your own itinerary. and You're not beholden to anyone. And don't be uncomfortable about eating alone. Bartenders want to be friends with you. Waiters want to be cool to you. And if you're a girl, like it's, it's not the worst thing to like sit at a bar and like just chat with someone and then fucking leave if you don't want to be there. Be, have some agency over your singlehood and just have fun and uh, then go back and like get off, watch some foreign TV and order a bunch of room service. Who cares? It can be a lot of fun. That's it. That's it. It's super easy. The first time I saw a Real Housewives show was when I was in England. There you go. And I didn't know what to do with on the TV. Echo, if you're in a foreign country, watch bad American TV and really prove something to yourself. Show them we're as terrible <laughs> as they think we are. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Here's a fun exercise. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I bet you nobody would say, um, I'd spend it thinking about things I can't change. I'd spend it having crippling anxiety. No, you'd say like, I'd go for a run or I'd spend time with my hobby or I'd pet my dog's tongue. A lot of us spend our times wishing we had more time. And the question is, what do you want to make more time for? I bet the answer for a lot of people is your friends, your family, relaxing. Well, therapy can help you clear some space mentally so you can find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. Think about therapy like housekeeping for your brain. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You go to betterhelp.com. And you fill out a brief questionnaire and you can get matched with a licensed therapist. No more driving across town. No more stressing out. BetterHelp makes it easy for you to get the therapy that you would like. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza. There are a lot of people who speak Spanish in my life and they're teaching my daughter Spanish. And quite frankly, I want to keep up. Yes, I took Spanish in school, but I want my Spanish to get better. I don't want it to just be bueno. I want it to be muy bueno. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. Choose from one of 25 languages like Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's True Accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. So you sound like a local, not an Android. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and can be used on desktop or as an app with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. There was definitely a time where my closet was crammed to the gills with every skort, gaucho pant, crop top I'd worn for the last 20 years. And there comes a time in every adult woman's life where you realize you want less clothing at higher quality. And a great way to do that without breaking the bank is upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quinn's. 
Now I have a wardrobe of simplistic pared down items, but I like to keep it stocked with key luxury essentials that I know I'll wear time and time again, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. I'm a big fan of their washable stretch silk palazzo pants. I don't have time to be caring for silk like I do my children, so it's nice that I can just wash it, and it's a versatile pair of pants that I can wear out for an evening or just out with friends. The best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Eliza. Sam, I am dot green eggs. Dear Eliza. I'm trying to figure out how to have more friends. I feel like all I do is work and go home to be with my cat Alice and my boyfriend. This, for the most part, makes me feel very content, but my boyfriend sometimes goes to different parts of the States for work for long amounts of time. He feels I need to socialize myself more, but every time I have one or two good girlfriends, they always are too petty or want me to foot the bill for everything we do. What? I feel I am a good friend, but I'm not one to be a doormat. Uh, I think you're talking about probably two times that this happened and you're using that subsect as an example for everything else. You're letting those exceptions prove this like weird rule that you have or anti-exceptions, I guess. Um, you need to reconcile with that. I, I, are you secret billionaires? I Why wonder are they that. Why the bill? Is the cat's name Alice? What's with the cat? I think the cat's name is sidekick. Alice. I, is she really rich? Are you really rich? Do you need a new friend? I think that's Alice. I know the cat's name is Alice. Okay. I, I got that from the context. I mean... From deductive reasoning alone. Do you have to be rich to go on a boat? Uh, not on a lake, you don't. Mm. So, here's the thing. Do you feel you need to socialize more? Because I, lately, like, it's been, like, no friend summer for me. And I haven't seen my friends. And I finally went to a party and I just got to see everyone. And I, I haven't felt bad about not seeing them. If you're my friend, you know that I work really hard and I'm gone a lot. But they're always there over text. Um, I think you need to find a new friend if only to prove to yourself that all friends aren't like that last experience. Yeah. Um, and if your boyfriend's saying that, like, you don't want to come off as a loser. Like, he's got his life. He's out doing stuff. He's working. I, I guarantee you the next girl you make friends with will either be petty in a fun way and she won't make you foot the bill. That's like when girls are younger and they're like, I don't like being friends with girls. Guys are so much easier. You need girlfriends. Yeah. You will be sad if you have no girlfriends. And it does take a little bit of work. It's not unlike dating. So get out there. Make an effort. Invite some girls out to drinks. The footing the bill thing is weird. Uh, and just bring out exactly $20 in cash. Or just say no. I don't – there's something weird there. Yeah. That's very odd. I mean I wonder if it's because she wants to make friends she – initially starts paying for everything just like don't do that don't do that don't you have to teach people how to treat you i think that that happened like twice and you think that that's the way it is it's yeah it's not that never happens Mm -mm. so that's it you got to go just to prove to yourself that that's not the way it should be or just invite someone over that way there's no money spent well first you got to make the friend before you invite them to your house you definitely have the friends you're just not engaging but you know make one good one and then have her bring a friend over have a movie night well, she's saying she needs more friends. Everybody needs more friends, but it's actually very hard. So start with one or two mm-hmm. and build from there. Think about who you used to hang out with and why you're not hanging out with them anymore. Go maybe a, you can reconnect. Yeah, maybe they're cool with you. Go to a cat cafe. Oh, you like cats. Yeah. There you go. Meet up with Emily. She'll pay for you. <laughs> Next question. Cat cafe is pricey. I'm not paying for They always have cute names. 
like Meowfin's. Crumbs and Whiskers Crumbs. is the one I go to. There's another one that's like cup of pee or <laughs> cup of cat pee or something. That's fun. Uh, anonymous, I have a question about friend breakups. How do you do one when you've been the one who is the solid one who is always there for them when they're having wow. trouble? I have no issue with the person and care for them, but it's kind of like I'm their free therapist to the point where I get essentially ghosted until his life is in chaos. Oh, it's a girl and a boy. I believe. The fun part about being friends with boys is you can be harsher with them than you would a girl. Yeah. I have a friend, because I've broken up with a friend or two. Um, I wasn't, like, mean about it, but I was like, here's how I feel. And I just kind of was like, bye. Uh, one of my friends broke up with a guy friend. She was she. And he's she. she. I'm just like, she's a girl. And he's uh, a gay dude, which is irrelevant. But I think a lot of times straight girls and gay guys, like, go together. Yeah. Um, and he was like that. He his life was totally out of control. Has nothing to do with the fact that he's gay. I'm just saying, his it, life was a different dynamic. It's than different. If he was straight, straight for yeah. sure. Because you're like I'm trying to fuck. Yeah. Uh, his life was out of control. He was you could not rely on him, and he always came to her because their dynamic when they were friends when they were younger in school was like my life's falling apart, and she's like, oh my god, I'm here for you because that's like a cute thing in college. Like I'm such a mess. Oh my god, I'm here for you, and she straight up just wrote him a list of reasons of why. This wasn't working and how selfish he had been. He did not take it well, but it didn't matter because her goal wasn't to make it better. It was to say, here are the reasons I'm leaving. Right. Um, if you really feel this way and this person, it is it because I've done this. Is It's a repeated behavior. You are well within your right to just stop answering the phone. Mm-hmm. You can try to have a come to Jesus with them and maybe you owe them that answer. But if that behavior is not going to stop or they don't, you know, see it, this is your life too. And you have to look out for number one. And it is okay to walk away from that or to ghost him just as he ghosts you. And there's also a version of this where you ghost him and he doesn't even notice it because that's how uh, that's how unaware he is. But you don't deserve to torture yourself over it. Yeah. Mm. That's what I think. Be prepared to list off why. If you want – I don't know if this is a version where you want to list it off and you want them to change or you really just want out – just be Sounds out. Like it's a guy. Out. Just get, And then just get out. Yeah. You don't answer your phone as much. Sorry. Sorry. Unavailable. Can't. You know? And if he's like, well, you don't answer. You should be like, sorry, I'm just super busy. And mm-hmm. don't give him anything else. Write in emojis. You know? Just give the less oxygen you give that fire, the less likely it is to live. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Exist. Burn. Oh, boy. Okay. Anonymous. And that's for anything in life. Don't pay it any attention. Right. You'll probably do all that and feel kind of bad, but if you really want out of this, just give it the attention that he gives you. Just reciprocate. Treat him the way you treat the way he treats you. There you go. Okay. Hi, Eliza. Apologize for the long question. Do my best to give you as much context. I am a 23-year-old graduate student getting my PhD in biochemistry. Whoa. I've been with my fiance for several years now. He is 42. But that has never been an issue for us. He is amazing. I love him to death. He makes me a better person every day. No, I do not have daddy issues. LOL. When we met, we didn't realize the age difference until we had already hit it off. She's like, because I look super old and he looks super young. (laughs) He thought I was 52. Anyways, he has an ex-wife and a 13-year-old son that lives 17 hours away from us. First, the ex-wife moved back to her family. Then my fiance followed me to graduate school. This was all fine because he still makes a trip to see his son every month no matter what. They are very close. However, recently the son's mental health has taken a turn for the worse. He is now considering hurting himself because he misses his dad so much. Because of this, he's about to move in with us. 
Due to the nature of my degree, I work very long hours. My fiancé is often out of town for work, which will leave me to take Mm -mm. care of his son myself for Mm -mm. days at a time. Mm -mm. I want to be clear that I am more than happy to make it work if it is what is best for my soon-to-be stepson. That being said, before all of this, I did not even want kids of my own, Mm -mm. and the plan was for him to live with his mom and just come visit us. My question for you is... Do you have any advice on how to handle this big transition? Any tips on stress management? P.S. I absolutely love your work. You were the first comedian I was really able to relate to. Oh, my God. I was really hoping she was going to say, my question is, what kind of snack should I put in <laughs> For a 13-year-old boy. Oh, I love that you can relate to me because I cannot relate to this. I mean. I don't know what kind of, what was the Ph.D. in? Biochemistry. Yeah, so it's not like early childhood development or something. No. Um, here's the thing. It would be <sighs> one thing. If, look, you're marrying this guy, he's your fiancé, you love him, this isn't like a boyfriend, I get that. It would be one thing if the kid were moving in and the husband was there full-time. You are just starting your life. You are trying to, you know, build yourself up in this world by getting a PhD, which does require time. You are not this boy's parent. Being a stepmom is a lot. It'd be different if the son already lived with the dad and you were moving in. He is leaving you to deal with his son. Right. So he needs to find another job, get uh, move closer, and maybe you guys do long distance. Mm-hmm. He needs to find a way to put his son first while also including you but not making you uh, in charge of the situation. The thought that this kid would move into their house and he would still just be leaving yes. is insane. I also, you know— I'm assuming this is on the up and up, and this kid actually feels this way. It's not the mom just saying it. It's not the kid just acting out. If you, This is verified that this is actually how this kid feels. Your soon-to-be husband needs to make some decisions. You definitely have time. If you don't even know if you want kids, there's definitely – maybe it's a long-distance thing. Mm-hmm. But he needs to figure out the right thing for his son, and it does not include – as the fiance, you taking care of this kid for a kid who you're saying is mentally unstable. And or a babysitter when days you're working. Yeah. Uh, he needs to figure that out. You have to put that on him. And he yeah. has to be a man and figure it out. End of story. And it might involve you moving away or you staying at school and you guys just living separately because that right. is too much on you. Because 13 is like a tough time for a kid. Any so, kid. It, you know, maybe it, it takes a year or two for him to kind of – Get comfortable with his relationship with his dad. But, yeah, I mean, the, the also, dad should be making the changes, not you. You know, this ver- he moved – he followed you to grad school, which means he moved away from his son. He, I think, needs to move back, and you need to finish grad school. These and are the priorities. Him. Yeah. yeah. These are the priorities right now. 17 hours away is so far. So far. That's, you cannot drive that. No. Um, so he needs He's to – He's 42. And you should also – you should be a little turned off by a man that was like, later – just going with her. Oh, good luck. I don't. He wants to kill himself. I don't know. It should be attractive to you that he puts his son first, and he should do that. So he currently makes the trip to see the son every month. I'm sorry. That's that's no great. matter what. They are very close, but that's you know. There's also the version where the kid, like most kids, doesn't like his mom's rules, and he's like, I bet it would be better with dad. Yeah. The kid also needs to know, like, it's gonna be no better here. Like, you're still gonna have rules. Sometimes one parent's softer than the other. Like, yeah. my dad always had soda. My mom did not have soda. Um, yeah, make sure the kid doesn't have any uh, any uh, false hopes or any 
preconceived notions that aren't going to be proved true. Yeah, I wonder if instead of starting with him moving in, it's like, can you start with dad goes and visits him once a month and he comes to stay with you once a month? Like, why Why does it need to be he moves in? That's That's so much. These are the answers. And your husband, your soon-to-be husband needs to sack up. And pay for him to, like, fly there every weekend. Like, it just is. Also, no offense, you don't get a dad of the year award for seeing your kid once a month. Yeah. Especially when you're following a graduate student. Yeah, you're not that close. What you are is far apart, and that's why he he relishes this time because you only get to see it once a month. It's like a long-distance relationship. Mm. You guys are on vacation behavior when you see each other. He doesn't know what it's like to help the, help the kid with the homework. The kid doesn't know what it's like when your uh, fiancé is in a bad mood or breaks a, the kid breaks a rule. You know? You don't know what it's like to live with the other one. So he should— you guys got to iron some stuff out. Do we want to give actual advice on, do you have any advice on how to handle it and tips on stress management? No. Next, I, that, I've given enough. Right. I mean, but I guess, look, the 13-year-old kid is not having a good time. Be nice. You need to, to do him. all these things we talked about and then we can get into the stress management because right. your stress will be managed when you put a lot when of this, this on your fiance. doesn't fiancé. happen. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anonymous, can you offer any advice to stop guilt about job searching slash applying for new jobs while you're currently working somewhere? There's an interesting opportunity I'd like to apply for in a field that I think would mean actually doing something of value to the world, especially compared with what I'm currently doing. But at my current job, I'm at the start of a busy season and my leaving would somewhat screw over my coworkers who I like. Eh, it doesn't matter. It's fine. I don't know what your job is, but you have to always look. You don't want to be a dick about it, but you're talking about your career and you're talking about spiritual fulfillment. And these coworkers will get over it. There are systems in place. It's not like you're at the base of the pyramid like or Jenga tower and if they pull you out, everything collapses. Everybody likes to think that they're so integral to a process. And unless yeah. you've completely made yourself inexpendable, they'll be fine. Uh, don't stay just for them because they'll just need you on the next product on the next project, and these people would leave uh, and screw you over in a heartbeat. Take the meeting. Yeah, you're at a job, not a career. Move forward in your life. You'll look back. I will never forget in college, I they had a program at a castle in Europe, and I didn't go because my roommates were like, you committed to us, even though they definitely could have found another roommate, and I didn't go. You always think if you commit to other people and you do what's right that they'll pay it back, and that's not a reason not to do it, but it usually doesn't matter. I'm not saying be a dick, but you need to do what's right for your career. I've had that conversation with a few people about job, that exact thing. You don't have like a blood contract with your company. No. So do what's best for you. Unless it's Facebook. Unless take it's Facebook. the meeting. And by the way, take it quietly. Maybe you, what if you don't get it? Then That's so what I mean. What? Go, go have the meeting. Yeah. See always take the meeting. Yes. In life, always see what's out there. Always take the meeting. Have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Should I be doing that? Don't take the meeting. Emily, I will find out. And I will garnish your wages. Yeah, you just need to hydrate. Stay where you are. (laughs) Just try to focus on staying alive. Moira underscore underscore Kate. Hi, Eliza. I am getting ready to travel out of the country, going to Spain, and was curious what you do to stay hydrated but environmentally friendly when traveling. Ooh. Obviously bringing a reusable water bottle on the plane and such, but what do you do when it comes to not knowing the quality of water when you get to the travel destination? I want to make sure I'm not putting a bunch of plastic in the earth by carrying around store-bought water, but also want to make sure the water I drink is good. Thanks. Appreciate all you do for your fans and the earth. That's a really great question for another country. Uh, Spain is a safe country. You know, it's a European country. Uh, You don't hear a lot about, like, don't drink the water in Spain. Uh, That being said, 
a lot of times in Europe, they bring you bottled water anyway. Mm-hmm. Try to get glass bottled water. Um, ask around. I would Google it for Spain in particular. If you want to go hardcore, you could bring water purification tablets or like a Brita filter. Of course, I don't want you to get sick. But th- I think in general, most European countries tend to be okay. Where were they in Sex and City when Charlotte only ate Mexico. pudding cups? Mexico. Do not drink the water in Mexico. Mm. I mean, of course, they're drinking the water. Also, beware of ice. If you're afraid of the water there, that's what the ice is made of. Never get ice. Most European pl- places don't use ice anyway. They also sometimes don't have limes, which is weird. Uh, they give you lemon. Um, don't eat a loose lemon or lime at a restaurant. The garnishes they put on the drinks, it's been proven, are like the most disgusting things in the kitchen. There you go. Um... That being said, Europeans, Spain, and Italy, they tend to have, and France, like, less stringent food laws, and they're fine because their food is not as processed. Uh, You don't need everything wrapped in plastic and refrigerated. We do that here because we're feeding a lot more people, and we're all terrified of being sued. Look it up. See, you know, but I think you should be okay. But uh, glass bottles of water, that's always okay. Buy a big one. Fill up your own thing. Um, or get one of those life straws and just drink right out of the creeks. There you go. <laughs> get to know the land get that you you're staying straw. on. Yeah. Google it. Should be fine. I go to Canada. I drink from the tap. It's fine. It's fine. I get tap water. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, know before you go. But uh, if you buy a big, gigantor, 100 billion milliliter thing of water uh, and then fill up your your own to-go thing, you're not that thirsty during the day. And sometimes we drink or we leave stuff over because it's like, oh, my God, this bottle of water is so big. So fill up your own thing and keep a giant bottle in your room, but get it as glass. Then you won't feel bad about the uh, plastic. Hmm. That's what I would do. I'm also not that thirsty. I just tend to drink when I'm eating. I don't need to lug around a thing. I'm not that thirsty. You're fine. You're not that thirsty. You're not that thirsty. Anonymous. A friend and I were talking about catcalling and how does one deal with weird situations that make you uncomfortable? Like, I'm just trying to get a sandwich for lunch and don't want to be called Mama Sita. Yeah. My friend had another encounter where she's at a coffee shop doing work, and this guy just keeps staring at her. I've been in situations like that, too. A part of us doesn't want to leave and not give a reaction, but it still feels like you're letting them win, yeah. even though all I want to do is flick you off. So how does one get out of a situation like that and not feel like you've given up or raise awareness of your podcast that this is on your podcast that this is stupid and men should be held to high standards? I just want to eat lunch. Got to be honest, the creepo weirdos that are doing this are not listening to my podcast. They've got like tinfoil hats on and they're just like yelling at their moms. Uh, it's a tough thing. You, that's It's one of the worst feelings when an unattractive man... <laughs> is staring at you and you know he's like getting like semi-hard looking at your body. It is a shitty feeling. And they're like, well, you're asking for it. And it's like women can be sexualized no matter what they look like. It's not a question of attractive or not. Um, and it's it's shitty. And it, it is an unfortunate part of the way our, our world is built and our society is. You have to decide if it's worth it to you in a public place to say something. For me... Sometimes people are staring and it's like, oh, they recognize me. And I have to remember that versus like, what's this person looking at? Mm -hmm. Uh, I just had a conversation with one of my lawyers today about – someone went to this like seminar that was about combating assault and rape and something you can try to do. Now, of course, you can't always do this. The idea of they sometimes people get off on your fear or they get off on how grossed out you are. They say sometimes if a man is following you – now, this is a, a tough thing to do turn around and look at him and go, what? Right in his eye. And, uh, like, that's a proven thing that people are like, oh, nothing. Yeah. So there is the version. Sometimes when you yell back, that's what they get off on. 
I would not recommend taking someone on if you're alone on a street or like in an alley. If you're at a restaurant and someone's just staring at you, move, tell a bartender, tell the bouncer, you know? You don't want to be the girl that's like, he stared at me. The guy's like, I barely looked at her. Like, it has to be egregious. But you have to think, like, is it worth it? I might have to withstand this person's reaction. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes just giving them nothing is the best way to do it. I know that that sucks and you feel defeated. Men that are like that, it's rare that it's like, look, I used to leer at women and say disgusting things and call them mamacita. And then I learned. Like, typically, like, animals are going to be animals. So... Some cultures tolerate it more than others. You know, if you – you always run that risk of, like, if you flip off a guy, he fucking kills you, especially if he's white. <laughs> so it's that thing. You have to just take it in consideration. What are you willing to risk? What's around you? Do you have any recourse? Is there anyone else around? Mm. I hate to tell you, as a girl, sometimes you just have to ignore it. It fucking sucks. Um, but, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to fight a grown man? Yeah. I think you should be like, what, to every person. Look at them and be like, what is your deal? Or they're just like, uh, whatever. Yeah. There's a sex in the city where she said something, he's just like, just kisses at her. It, I've grown up in an age where, like, low-key sexual harassment is just, like, part of it. And you're just like, whatever. That You just feel bad for them. But if you're being made to feel uncomfortable, tell someone. Move. Go up to a guy that maybe you trust or someone, you know, and just be like, that guy's making up. Can I just stand behind you? I've done that. If I'm in, like, a tight outfit, I'll stand behind someone. I'm like, you don't get to look at me. It sucks, and that's uh, you know you can't take on the world, so it does suck. Choose your battles wisely and be safe. Yeah. Just and Casey. carry a pepper spray and just make sure you have good aim. I've never mm. used mine, but practice with it. Practice with it on yourself. It's like a fire extinguisher. Always make sure it's pressurized. God, I have no idea how those work. Yeah. Okay. F Casey. Safe to say everybody loves bread, but everybody doesn't eat bread as often as they would like to because of bread guilt, right? Health concerns, carb fear mongering. I mean, if we could, we would eat toast sandwiches made of toast, nice layer of sandwich bread on the top, toast in the middle, and wash it down with a nice glass of bread. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. You should feel good when you eat bread. Hero Bread has 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 0 grams of sugar, and it's high in fiber, which is what you want. Hero Bread is delicious and flavorful, and it's soft and it's fluffy, so it puts you right back there, you know, years ago, eating your favorite sandwich before we were afraid of wheat. And they have something for everyone. They have sliced bread loaves, they have buns, they have tortillas. Don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code ELIZA at checkout. That's ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hurry and get 10% off your order when you use ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. It's hard to take care of your hair when there's, quite frankly, too many options. Of course you're skeptical. Everything promises to give you all the answers you ever wanted that genetics couldn't give you. But when pros says custom, they actually mean it. It's no gimmick. Your formula couldn't exist without you. Every bottle of pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. I love that pros goes in depth. I mean, they asked me my 
zip code to understand how the water in my area affects my hair. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love the results that they're offering my listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash askaliza. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash askaliza for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash askaliza. Just Casey, five zero one nine. Hi, Liza. Do you have any advice on how to tell people to stop asking when you're going to have a baby? I'm getting married in October, and I've already been feeling this question for some time now. My fiancé and I are not at the point of even thinking about children yet. And while the question is annoying, it is also a difficult topic for me. At 24, I had cancer, and due to treatments, I may never be able to have kids. The worst part is the people who are asking to know this. Sometimes I just want to blurt out, I may not be able to have kids. I may not be able to, Karen. Thanks for a reminder. Karen. Any advice? Thanks. Love you, your podcast, your comedy. I think that's a great response. I think that's a great it's response. so good. They had no problem not thinking about you and making you uncomfortable. You dish it right back. I may not be able to. I may not be able to. I might Thanks be, for the reminder. I might be barren from uh, from cancer and just yeah. stare at them. Yeah. They What? They were ignorant. And that's your honest answer. The other answer, if you don't want to go the cancer route, the hard C is a hard one, mm. is you say to them, um, not even married yet. But if you'd like I, to sign up, yeah, really. Say not even married yet. If you want to sign up for our newsletter, let me know. <laughs> or just be like, not even married yet. Don't know. Seldom do people have like a follow up. So right. whatever you say is usually enough. People don't even realize they're asking it. And if that bothers, I think what bothers you is that you're like, I don't want to have to tell people. I you don't want to admit that you might not be able to have kids. That might you know that's a personal thing. Yeah, I have no problem with making someone just as uncomfortable. Um, and that's shitty that they're asking that and you're not even married yet. So just I think the easiest answer is just like uh, not even married yet. Slow down and put it on them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I was just saying. And then you're like, oh, look, a bird. But they're getting married in October. So then what? Then you're, you're going to have to deal with this, by the way, the rest of your life until you have kids. And then when you have kids, there's going to be questions about that. This is part of existing. When is he going to have a little brother? Yeah. Um, and Or you could just deflect. Be like, why didn't you say you got money on it? You know, and let them say something. Or are you selling one? Do you have one you would like to part with? Something like that. And let that make it about their answer and then just move on. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, I would get very comfortable with the cancer thing and just let them wiggle. Because that's such a good answer. Yeah. I mean, good in terms of what a satisfying response. Imagine Karen's face. I did this yesterday. We were at a shoot and Greg, one of my best friends, his uh, son died of cancer a very long time ago. Not very long, several years ago. And it's something he's comfortable with. And we were talking to this girl and she got uncomfortable about something. She goes, uh, I mean, like, and you know, your life's bad. I mean, I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know if your life's bad. It's probably pretty good. I go, not really. His son died. And she was like, oh my God. And he was laughing. Um, oh, no. Know your audience. Uh, yeah. Just decide how comfortable you are with people's discomfort and let it rip. Oh, boy. Yep. Yeah. It sounds like you've got it pretty figured out. I mean, you're pretty on top of this, honestly. You got the C word in your back pocket? Fucking drop it. Like it's hot. Yeah. Meredith Fukuyan. Hey, I'm a huge fan. What did you call me? 
I used to watch the weekly news, and I remember the Who Should Be Shot segment. Oh, my God. That's so aggressive. Last month, I was in Kentucky for a school trip slash competition. I crossed the street in a crosswalk, but the light wasn't indicating that I could walk. And a police car sped up to the crosswalk from a parking lot below and aggressively honked at me and threw his hands up in the air all upset. I don't think he did this to call me out. I'm almost positive he just peeled out of the parking lot in such a hurry and got upset that I was in the way. He definitely did that to call you out. He He sped up. And threw his hands up to call you out. For context, it was in a downtown touristy area, and there were literally no other cars around but his. I'm from Maine, and usually the button is broken and people just cross when it's safe. It's true. Maine is actually a very poor state. (laughs) I was not being obnoxious, and I'm a teenage girl. I'm obviously not put—when was she watching the weekly news? I'm obviously not posing any threat to a grown policeman, so it's just so weird to me that he, for a lack of a better phrase, lost his cool over something that didn't seem like such a big deal. I don't—I know that I'm technically wrong, but who should be politically correctly shot? No one, no one, no one. Let's not use shot and police officer in the same sentence. Here's the thing. You're a teenage girl. Uh, You don't know about the world yet, and that's okay. You were wrong. You shouldn't have been in the crosswalk. He made an example out of you, and he put the fear of God in you. You're still talking about it so that you know in the future not to do that. He's actually looking out for you. This is not about being a grown man. This is not about him being a dick or calling you out. They are there to keep us safe. Also, it's Kentucky. He's probably a little bit bored. Maine. She said it was in Kentucky. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, But that's what he's like. Look, there's a teenage girl who probably doesn't understand traffic laws. You probably I don't know if you drive or not. He was keeping you safe. And I guarantee you, you will forever think about jaywalking or crossing the street illegally because of that cop. They you should getcha. thank him. I was at a very long stoplight, and I looked at my phone, and I made eye contact with a cop, and she threw both arms up while looking at me and shaking her head. And yep. I was like, oh, I now, know. I'm sorry. I did bad. Everybody's going to be like, oh, white privilege. I don't know what color you are. Let's just put a pin in that for a second. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, that's, I get it. I get it. It's definitely a thing. However, um, you will always think about it from now on. Yeah. I rolled through a stop sign once and a cop did that thing where they just, sometimes the cop too, like just doesn't want to go over there. Right. Uh, and I forever now will remember to stop at a four way stop sign because oh, they, yeah. by the skin of my teeth, let me go. Yeah. So he did you a favor and you should thank him. Yeah. Next question. Loud dot in dot. I also want to put this out there because people are dumb. The Who Should Be Shot segment was way before America was riddled, no pun intended, with mass shootings. So this different was time. Many years yeah, ago. Yeah. Different tone, different context. Spare me your letters. Moving on. Yeah. Loud dot in dot this dot world. Best advice for senior year of college or what to put in a senior year bucket list? What should people what should people be doing, Eliza? Uh, senior year of college. Anyone that's cool is already thinking about their plans for the future. People are securing their internships. They are having that final uh, backpacking trip. This is your last chance to fuck around before the real world and taxes and pressures take over. Taxes. So get out there. Uh, I would think about your internships. I don't know what you're doing uh, and if, if you're entering it industry where you need like a leg up like that this is your last chance i don't know what your financial situation is to have less responsibility and be less burdened by expectations of our society so find a country you want to go to get a job for half the summer take off this is one of your last hurrahs Mm. so i don't know you know if you have a job or if you paid for your college if your parents paid for it but live it up because come come fall of next year it is go time and guess what won't exist summer vacations you will get like a week at most, and get ready to think of world not di- of time not divided into semesters. Uh-huh. It's gonna be real weird. No more spring break. Put your top back on. 
I miss college. Okay, next question. You're like, I was the dorm cat. I slept in everyone's bed. No, I crushed it in college. Anonymous. Oh, yeah, Emily was like all honors, full scholarship. So, but. Free meals. I was in the honors dorm, which is much nicer. Honors dorm, so much hot, smart fucking happening. <laughs> hot fucking smarty. It was smarty, a juicy. lot of the freshmen practicing their like clarinets and then like the very hot seniors that got the good dorm life it was great they let you move back into the freshman dorm if you yeah the the because it was the nicest newest dorm so like certain older people got first dibs anyway anonymous decent hey liza i just started college a couple days ago and have been to parties where i end up being the only person not drinking as Lame. a result of my personal beliefs Lame. but everyone is okay with it and i'm never pressured but i always feel left out one way or another is there a way to feel a little bit included or things i can do to have fun on a weeknight without alcohol uh well you're asking two different questions you're getting yeah. a two for one. First of all the moral high ground is a dry lonely place and you're going to have to, in this lifetime, make sacrifices for your beliefs. If it makes you feel any better, I didn't drink in high school. First time I got drunk was my freshman year of college. I don't know why you don't drink. It's totally okay to not drink. Maybe alcoholism runs in your family. Maybe you're just not comfortable with it. Maybe you think alcohol tastes gross, as I did. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't drink beer for a very long time. Kind of still don't. Um, so, barring out anything chemical, like a dependency issue, um, you can offer to be the designated driver. Everyone's going to want you around. But if you're asking... Like, just activities? Go see a movie? Right. The issue is, like, if you are at a drunk party and everyone else is drunk, you are not going to have a good time. I would not be there. No. So go for the first part, and you will reach a point where you go, oh, I can't talk to these people anymore. Yeah, go. Drive yourself. Save money on an Uber. (laughs) Stay until people start to get weird. By the way, some people like me hold their alcohol really well, and I could hang out with you all night. Go until it gets boring, and then leave. You don't need to be out till 1.00. You don't even be making dumb choices. Nothing feels better than waking up sober, having not made a bad choice. I was going to say, the one thing you're left out of is hangovers. Yeah. yeah. So right uh, on. But if you want to be included, you could be the designated driver. Uh, things to do. I mean, you don't need me to tell you what doesn't involve alcohol. Movies, working out. Do a workout late at night. That way you don't want to be drunk before that. Reading a book. People always have a glass of wine and read. I'm like, I can't remember anything like that. Taking a bath. Studying. Uh, there are plenty of on-campus activities that don't involve drinking. Lots of clubs, stuff like that. So hanging out in dorm rooms, smoking pot. Can smoke pot. That doesn't involve alcohol. <laughs> Next question. Anonymous. Hey, guys. I'm sure you've gotten this question before, but I'm going through my first heartbreak, and I don't know how to stop feeling so devastated. I'm mm. 27, and I've been in a few long-term relationships in the past, but I usually initiated the breakup, or it was pretty amicable. Ugh, help. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I've been there. You just got to go through it. I'm sorry. You just do. And guess what? It gives you more depth, makes you a more compassionate person, and makes you uh, sort of reassess what it is you want. And, you know, you might be hurt the next time you date someone, but that's a great excuse for being like, I don't want to see you anymore because it turns out you were ugly and I thought you'd be a better kisser. Mm. Honestly, everybody's heart gets broken. I was around your age when uh, my heart got broken. My boyfriend, and I remember I went to the doctor because I was having stomach pains. And I thought I was sick. And... Um, I went to the doctor. I was hosting Excuse, and I went to the doctor, and he was like, "Are you on any medication?" And I was like, "No." It was like a jabbing pain. It hurt so bad, and I, you know, I don't. He go- found pieces of your broken heart in your stomach. He goes, he goes, "Are you on any new medications?" I go, "No." He goes, "Do you take any medication?" I go, "No." He goes, "Are you under any different stress than you normally are?" I was like, "Not really." He goes, "Did you go through a breakup recently?" 
and I just started crying. And I kept giving him thumbs up because it wasn't my doctor. I was like, You're at the wrong kind of doctor. And he gave me a hug, and like his son was my age. So, like, it wasn't weird. It was, I was like, Is he single? Um, So, it is normal. You will get through it. Uh, And that's that. Do what you need to do to heal. Be sad. I remember in high school, my high school sweetheart and I broke up. He went off to college, and I could not listen to uh, Buddy Holly by Weezer for, like, three years. And then one day I heard it, and I was like, oh, this song. And, like, it didn't affect me at all. So you will be fine. You'll come out stronger for sure. Yeah, Hang it in there. sucks, but you're fine. I promise you're okay. Don't be one of those weird people that got their heart broken at 27 and then, like, stay weird. Go out, force yourself to do things, lick your wounds, and you'll be okay, I promise. Right back to us when you're ready. Yeah. Right, next question. Okay. Anonymous. Uh, da, da, da. Explaining why she's anonymous. You don't. Anyway, a year and a half ago, I met the guy, this guy who was working locally, and we really hit it off. He's since moved back across country, but we still talk often. Every once in a while, he'll mention how he'd like for me to come visit, but then when I try to nail down some plans, he changes the subject. Mm -hmm. I never mention visiting unless he does first. I fully understand that if a guy wants to see me, he'll make it happen, but then why keep mentioning it? I'd definitely be willing to go visit. He's already visited me, and I've made this clear. Should I say something more direct when he brings it up, like shit or get off the pot, or just ignore it till he eventually stops mentioning it? What if he has a girlfriend or a family? Oh, there is that. There is that. Uh, I think for your own peace of mind, it is totally worth saying something. You have to ask yourself also, do you want to be in a long distance relationship or is it super fun and easy because they're always available over text? It's always fun to clue them in. And when you hang out, it's vacation time. So do you actually want to be with this person? If so, it all roads lead to discovering the answer. If you actually want to be with this person, it's worth it to be like, hey, and say it in a nice way. Be like, you visited me. I'd love to come visit you. What's the deal? And if you don't want to be in a relationship, it's totally worth saying it because who fucking cares? You don't have to be mean about it. I think a very eloquent shitter get off the pot is is more than fair because something's weird here. It is weird that he he visited her. And yeah. why does he keep bringing it up? Is it just he thinks he's supposed to men, to keep it going? I've often, when I was dating, I found a lot of times men have little regard for uh, the sensitivity of your heart. Guys will say stuff like on a third date, like, well, our kids had better be good at taking Jaeger shots. <laughs> Things that like where women, they're like, oh, our kids? Oh, well, when we get married, you're like, this is the fourth date. Yeah. He could be saying stuff not thinking about the fact that this might mean a lot to you. Um, he also might be saying it nervous. Maybe you're not reciprocating in the right way. Maybe he's saying it and you're like, yeah, maybe I'll visit. And then he gets embarrassed. So there is nothing wrong with point blank yeah. asking him, do you want me to come visit? Because I'd love to make that happen. And if he's weird about it, yeah, there's something up. That's it. Yeah. Credits. Roll the credits. Ugh, it's odd. Okay. Uh, anonymous. Hi, Eliza. I'm Caucasian, 30, and have a few visible tattoos. The last year, I've been an avid gym goer. I go to a smallish snap fitness because it's close to my home. There is a middle-aged... Middle Eastern, just a guess, woman who attends at the same time I do, merely mentioning her race to be specific so you can make an assessment. Thank you. Here's my dilemma. In the last few months, she has interrupted me three times while using a piece of equipment, asking if she can work in a set. I never see her do this to anyone else who is there, and she has never spoken to me outside of those instances. It's such a small thing, and I'm too nice to tell her no. 
but I can't help but wonder why she needs to use the exact piece of equipment I'm using. Girl, go do something else. I'm wondering why. What is her motive? Because I'm just in awe every time she does it. I think she's into you. Oh, it could be that. Or are you the only woman at this gym? Ooh. And she's trying to be like, oh, I'm going to do, I would, I don't know what to do with a gym. I think if I saw someone doing something, I'd go do what they were doing. Um, yeah, I don't, how old are you, 27? Uh, 30, Caucasian, a few visible tattoos. That's, honestly, if I saw a 30-year-old Caucasian with some visible tattoos, I'd be like, she knows what she's doing here. Uh, the working in a set thing is interesting. I wonder how old the Middle Eastern woman is. She says she guesses middle-aged. I can't, is she Middle Eastern or just American and Middle Eastern? Just, a, they don't know, okay. but middle-aged woman... Who is following this girl There's around? There's a version where maybe you seem more approachable. There's also the version where it's it's hard to. I think the Middle Eastern thing is irrelevant in this circumstance, just yeah. because it's hard to. It's not a man. That's the other thing. If it were a man, I'd be like, oh, he's not respecting the fact that you're working out. Right. Maybe she's. I, there's something else there. Either she's nervous. It might be a gym with not a lot of other women. Mm-hmm. Maybe your tattoos make you seem approachable, which is weird because they usually have the opposite effect. Um, Maybe you look like her kid. I think it's worth saying something in a nice way. Yeah, like, hey, I always see you here. I'm yes. blah blah blah. Yes. Yes. Do you tend to come here at the same time? Well, that how will have you either, found working out here? Either she'll stop interrupting you or she'll be like, look, I, and also, like, if you're really in shape, like, maybe she's just weird. I think maybe she feels connected to you because you're also a woman. Mm-hmm. I bet there's not a lot of women at your gym. Maybe you're giving her personal training lessons and you haven't yeah. noticed it. She comes up and does exactly what you do. That's Try honestly probably using an odd piece of equipment like across the room. And if she comes up to you, then she wants to chat with you. Maybe she wants to be your friend. Go use that piece of equipment wrong, like incorrectly, <laughs> and then see if, if she, she does, does it. And you're training that woman. Huh? Yeah, maybe she's watching you. Yeah, try to talk to her just to assess something. Yeah, I mean, I, it seems harmless. Yeah, check that out. Yeah. Hit it! It's the top of the cob. We're doing it right. Every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. Bop it a burp. All right, I'm excited about my bottom of the cob because I've been wanting to say this for a very long time. I was at my friend's party the other day, and I watched as all these people brought her gifts, and so many people brought her an orchid. I, my bottom of the cob is orchids. It is the closest plant there is to an animal. It, it's not like roses where you keep it for a few days. An orchid, the bloom falls off, but the plant is still alive and you have to like tend to it. Can you keep them alive? Yeah. I it, thought it was just a four day plant. No, what? <laughs> oh my God. No, they're so expensive. And if the leaves are still there, it's like, uh, it's not perennial. So the meat, like it comes back every whatever and you keep them alive for a very long time. I know you went to Trader Joe's and got me an orchid, okay? I'm not impressed. Yes, it's beautiful, but this is so boring. I'm so over orchids. It's a responsibility that you're bringing me. They don't smell, and I don't like them. It's too much. I don't find them that visually appealing. They're beautiful, but I prefer a fragrant flower. Bottom of the cob is an orchid. Do not bring that as a gift. A whole pot. I have a whole pot now. A pole pot. A whole pot of orchids. It's like, the, and then the orchids, then I got this pot. No. Next question. I mean, that's <laughs> it. That's my bottom of the cob. What's your, and now I'll do my top of the cob. The realization, because we all feel like, oh, I feel gross. As girls were always like, I feel fat. Oh, I'm so old. I'm so this, I'm so that. I was looking at pictures from a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh, my God, I look so great. And then it fucking hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, I'll probably look, never 
look younger or better than I do right now, wear that tank top. Mm-hmm. Wear that tank top. Go braless. Wear that strapless bra. You are never as gross looking as society wants you to feel. So fucking take that risk because when you're 60, you're going to look back at pictures of however old you are now. So for me, it's 36 and be like, why were you covering up something just because you don't you don't look like a perfect 20 year old model? Okay, my body was is awesome and was great. And even when I was just starting comedy, I was like, ugh, look at my thighs. And I look back, I'm like, I didn't even have any thighs. So just know that you've been brainwashed. You look great now. Wear that fucking tank top and go for it. That's my top of the cob. Fucking going for it. You'll never look better than you do now unless you're going to look better. (laughs) You'll never look younger. Okay. My bottom of the cob is we were driving together and a man was walking down the middle of the street. And then he told me to slow down. But I was going appropriate speed because I know how to drive. I don't like being chastised by someone when they're wrong. That guy did that today. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, sorry. Uh, I said we were driving together. That guy I don't like that. Obviously deranged, though. He was walking down the middle of the street yeah, okay. like, hey, stop. You could tell by his hat that, like, his vote doesn't count. So you could tell. You could just tell he was I great just, I don't like being chastised. It makes me upset. I don't mind being chastised if it's by someone who genuinely doesn't matter. That person's a crazy person. Ugh. Like, I had, like, But no I think teeth. what hurt me more was that he had a dog with him, and the thought that he is implying that I would put that dog at risk. Uh, I, you're putting so much weight into a crazy person's random action. That's why it's my bottom of the cob. Oh, I hate that you're living like that. What's your top of the cob? My top of the cob is I watched that a film dog. called Andy the Talking Hedgehog. Oh, boy. Yeah. And it's, do you guys remember Friday by Rebecca Black? Imagine if um, movies were made like that. And so if you want your kid to be in a movie, you can pay someone money and they will put them in a movie and they will hire Dean Cain and Tara Reid. Yeah, uh, it's worth looking at Emily's. Okay. Just Google, look at the movie posters. Google Andy the Talking Hedgehog, Tara Reid, Baby Bulldog, Tara Reid. Look at the movie yeah. posters. Look these things the up. The images that they use on the posters are from Josie and the Pussycats promo shoots 15 years ago. They Photoshop scrubs on her body. They Photoshop a baby bulldog in her arms. It's really bad. It's incredible. And also Emily's take on it on her Instagram was pretty great. I don't know if your Tasteless podcast covers it, but it's worth a listen. I can't, can I say I have to, I I can't genuinely earnestly say that it was a good movie and support it on my podcast. No, good, bad. But I have, with the movies I talk about, I think are genuinely good movies. And this is not a good movie, but I would recommend watching it because it's just insane. It's horrific to see a movie that's like almost like a PowerPoint pilot presentation. Yes. But with two people who were pretty famous at one point. Yeah. Um, And the guy, but more importantly, more insult to injury, is the guy that directs them and does all, insists on doing all the voiceovers. Yeah. Is Terrible. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know where the guy gets his money. I don't know what he teaches classes on financing films. Yeah, at like an airport ramada. His website has like a picture of him that pops up and spins around. You gotta listen to one too many Tony Robbins tapes. Yeah. <laughs> that is Ask Eliza Anything. Those were our tops and bottoms of the cob. We love hearing from you. Please write in your questions. I think we helped out humanity today. Do you agree? Doesn't matter because I can't hear you.
Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.